Hey there gang, Game Master Julian here. Uh, this was the first episode we recorded after like a two month break uh, for various reasons. And because of updates to our audio programs, apparently some of our uh, audio preferences and audio settings got scrambled a little. As a result, Sanya's audio is kind of bad this episode and uh, Mimi's audio is kind of bad for at least a bit of the episode. Things are going to get back to completely normal by the next episode. We have fixed all of these problems. Just, you know, wanted to give you a heads up. Hope you have fun with this episode anyways. Hello and welcome to Waypoint, a podcast about superheroes and explicitly for uh, gender non-conforming seahorses. Uh, if you're if you're not that, uh, the podcast is not for you. But we love that we have fans outside of our target audience. Mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm Julian. I'm the game master. I'm Sanya. I play uh, Charlotte, aka Starbolt. And I'm Mimi. I play Max, also known as Ecstatic. And I'm Vio, and I play Moon, also known as Moon. <laughs> we need to get her. We need to get them a, a nice uh, superhero. Maybe nickname. over time. Maybe we'll get there at some point. I still want to have uh, the Moon Moon name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still kind of like brainstorm. Yeah, me too. But I'm so if if one of you like wants to. I can think about one person that might be really good at finding Moon a good um, superhero name. <laughs> Whoever okay. might that be? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, for for you, it's been uh, hopefully two weeks since the last episode. For us, it's been like two months, I think now. Yeah. Uh, around Something two else. months. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on. We were trying to get the first two episodes up, uh, which took a little bit of trial and error. Also, I was gone and for seven weeks, so... Yeah, yeah. So some stuff piled up. But we're back. We're finally back. We're back in action. And with a bit of luck, you won't notice we were gone. Yeah, we're go totally going to remember everything and not have forgotten, like, serious and mm -hmm. important plot points. Mm -hmm. I'm, sure we'll I'm sure we'll remember. I'm sure we'll remember. Uh, I have a small little intro, if you guys are down for that. Yes. Always. That's nice, because I... I don't know what I would have done if you said no. Uh, Please tell us a story, all right. Julian. The sun is blinding in the streets of the steel and marble clad corporate district of Waypoint. What looked futuristic and impressive from the distance of a monorail car seems gaudy and impractical up close. Buildings that reach for the sky, constructed by retro-futurist architects out of steel and glass, who are clearly never forced to reside inside them on a hot day like this one, reflect the grueling sunlight onto the roads. In the smallest corner of the building of a bank called Urban Waypoint Union stands a small trolley, loaded with a simple hot dog grill and a fridge, surrounded by a splattering of thin white wooden tables that occupy the sidewalk. They seem like smudges of dirt on a priceless masterpiece, an uncomfortable shimmer of lived-in reality, placed right in the middle of a city that seems more like a dollhouse than a place for people to live sometimes. Transistor turns around to you after studying the chalkboard menu. All right, so vegan, chicken, or pork. Uh, what's your hot take on mustard and ketchup? Pickles, yay, nay? I have no idea. This is awesome. 
I think you should just try everything. <laughs> yes, everything. And if, if I don't like something, then I I won't eat it next time, I guess. They do have an option for an everything. Oh, yes. Dog. Yes, that one. That one. I mean, I do remember you not being that into the the idea of eating uh, animals. Uh, you said vegan. So no. Animals. Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. You should you should you should make that clear to yeah, yeah. The Oh the everything hot dog actually has all three kinds of sausage on it. Oh it's a very big hot dog. Oh no, no, no animal and anything, please. No, not for me. Uh that's two vegan everything hot dogs then. Uh what about you two? Uh you know what? I'm gonna join you and also take a vegan everything hot dog. Nice. That's that's the vegan one have soy in it, because I can't eat soy. It does. It does. It's made of soy. Then I guess I'm just gonna get the chicken one with um, a bit of caramelized onions if they have that, and just they don't. Sad. (laughs) But I guess not everywhere can be as great. They have raw onions. No, who eats raw onions? Only monsters eat raw onions. (laughs) I do. It's only everything hot dog. (laughs) That seems very insensitive, Max. I stand by what I said. (gasps) <gasps> all right, you uh, you order your hot dogs together. You see how he like uh, takes most of the stuff uh, that's supposed to be on the hot dog out of a freezer <laughs> uh, and just like briefly uh, puts it on uh, on the grill to heat it up. But uh, yeah, you all get your hot dogs and uh, Transistor leads you to one of the wooden uh, camping tables set up on the sidewalk. Moon is just beaming and there are waves of um, of joy and excitement radiating off them. Okay, so this is my first hot dog. Is there like a ritual or something? I can film you if you want. <laughs> I don't How know. How about you just try eating it? Okay, okay, here we go. You hear or feel like a a very interesting mix of interest and confusion and excitement (laughs) and joy and a a very short moment of extreme confusion when Moon bites um, on on the pickle and then immense joy. (laughs) Oh yeah, these hot dogs are fucking terrible. I love them. Oh, this is uh, awesome, guys. They're very authentic. Have you ever had a Dreamland hot dog? No. Obviously not. I hear they're exactly the same at all locations. I mean, if you... You just said they were authentic. In Dreamland, they're not. But they taste much the same, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Mm, I see, I see. No, I don't. <laughs> Haven't been in Dreamland yet. I mean, I could give you, like, the pitch, but... It's mostly kind I, of bullshit anyway. I know the pitch. I know the pitch. It's just, you know, not... Not my kind of place, I guess. <laughs> Why? I mean... From what I've seen uh, Max thinking about, it sounds and looks pretty pretty nice. It pretty nice is the perfect way of describing it, I guess. It's just you know a bit too uh, I don't know samey for me. There's a reason I wanted to leave. If that is something you don't want, do not come where where I'm from. Yeah, where are you from, by the way? Like, just. Somewhere in space? Um, Moon sort of... Oh shit, you're an alien? 
I thought you weren't supposed to tell anyone. Oh, and then I mean, yeah. you're not the first alien I met, but you're the first one of your kind I met. I thought you were like, I don't know, European. <laughs> I mean, the SOS knows and Transistor is part of the SOS, so should be okay. fine. Okay, cool. I have no idea how you people decide what to tell and what not to tell, so I was just going with what I was told. But y yeah, I'm I'm from another planet, uh, Tialo. Hmm. No, no, no. I Tialo to you too, eh? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Tialo, it's it's my planet. That's probably like a, a translation from how it how it's transcribed in the original language. Well, I mean, there are other alien species out there, and we have like a written language, so that's how how we thought about putting it into words for people that don't uh, use use their minds to speak. Hmm. We've had we've had one alien at the SOS who just spoke English, like. No, no mind stuff, nothing at all. They, the language just happened to be exactly identical to English. Really? <laughs> Weird stuff. I have never heard about that. I, I guess everything's possible. Yeah, and 70% of them are humanoids. Weird stuff. Yeah, that is actually... I mean, I don't know what it is. Um, one of my teachers had this weird theory about... Well, it sounded a bit weird to me, but like this is the the perfect way to... Um, basically, yeah, to um, become a sea, uh, a sea, a space-faring civilization that, like the walking on two legs, two legs, two arms, one head, seems like an efficient. I think way. more arms would make sense, right? I thought so too. Like for steering a spaceship. <laughs> but I mean, if you what's get the gravity like on your planet? Is it like here or different? Yeah, pretty similar, I think. Um, here everything is a bit more heavy than where I'm from, but. I mean, you get used to it. I, I sleep a bit more than than usual, and I don't think I'll be go uh, rock climbing anytime soon. Uh, but similar to here, a bit a bit lighter maybe. But your moon is very. It's it it, so, it looks lonely. We have a few more than that. Listen, all the supervillains, all the supervillains who have tried to destroy the moon, I think one moon is enough. Otherwise, we would have to take care of the others as well. Yeah, like back in the 90s when I was like in a teen team myself, we had to deal with a moon criminal at some point. Like you, you wouldn't expect how often that shit comes up. Anyways, you guys have a history or something like that as a teen team? Like, I'm 21. Okay, okay, okay. Like I... mostly teen team. <laughs> or like, are you joining up with the SOS to have a team now? I mean, there's a lot of advantages to being in a team. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there's always someone who can help, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's why I joined up in the beginning. And also like, you know, just to hang out with people who kind of feel the same way about a lot of things can be cool. Like, it gets weird at some points. Like, before the SOS, there was a lot of like infighting, dating and all that. Is there a lot of dating in the SOS? A lot less now than there was back then. That's just kind of a side effect of teen teams. You you get that to happen a lot. Like when you were. So... I mean, it's not like forbidden or something. It's just, you know, kind of a human resources nightmare. So we try to avoid it if possible. Okay, so not dating other superheroes. Has someone ever dated Incent? Yes. Has someone ever dated that guy? <laughs> I would feel very sorry for them, to be honest. I mean, I, I kind of feel like you have sort of a negative image of him. Like, Incent isn't that bad. 
you can see uh, Transistor uh, getting red. What do I feel? Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh Moon my god, just looks I... at Transistor and you can see, you can feel curiosity and also a bit of shock and also embarrassment. Look, and Moon just I, I looks away. I was a different away. person back then, okay? I was a different person back then. Well, I still, I still feel sorry for you, to be honest. Um, Look, I... he's he may not be, you know, the brightest flaming arrow tip in the world, but he's he's a good person, all right. I, I'm still like close to him. I still like him. Okay. We're still friends. I'm, I'm sorry for what I said. I just, you know, the way I was introduced to him was not not pleasant. I'm yeah, so you know, there is a certain kind of thing. If you've been a, if you've been in our business for long enough, you know you get a, you kind of grow into a certain attitude. Um, Charlotte makes a ne mental note to never, never, ever do that. <laughs> I'm sure he's perfectly nice when you get to know him a bit better. Yeah, of course, and I'm, I'm happy for you. He's just, he actually helped me a lot at a pretty vulnerable time in my life, and. At least when I hang out with him, I don't feel that I'm hanging out with a bad person. He can be a bit brash to newcomers, that's true. But I think that's just something that comes with age. I guess I have to um, change my opinion on him. I mean, it's pretty nice to help someone when they're, you know, down. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now moving on. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> How uh, how does this whole thing work with, you know, talking to some witnesses or getting information? Is it, like, informal? Do we have to follow a procedure? I don't think we actually have to do, like, witnesses and stuff like that right now. That's, that's not the next step. Right now, we just want to, like, go to that corporation, ask the CEO, hey, do you have any idea who that is? It's probably one of your workers. We saw them get in at the bottom there who would have access to this technology that kind of thing like it's not a big interviewing thing at this point it's just like a friendly conversation um when i was first landing here there were some people from the military and they talked about like jurisdiction and stuff like are we do they have to say anything to us i mean they don't have to say anything to me but uh, what if I they mean, just say no we okay like depends on the part of the okay you're an alien i'm gonna start like right at the bottom yeah it please. depends on the part of the country you're on like there's quite a lot of parts of this country where as a superhero you basically don't have any hold in that direction uh and basically no one has to listen to you but people generally do there's also parts where like superheroes are just not seen that well waypoint was kind of built from the ground up as you know a home for superheroes and the sos okay. is basically okay like a, f a good while ago the police force of waypoint was completely dissolved and like their different stuff that they have to do was spread on other like organizations like there's people who help with mental health stuff there's people who like solve crimes and stuff that direction kind of fell towards the superheroes so basically we have like the jurisdiction of the city we we were generally listened to okay good to know i mean it's nice to have some authority here yeah 
it's it's like you don't have to like barge into the door and it doesn't have to be like a big uh here's our questions uh you have the right to a lawyer or whatever we're just uh we're not at that point who is miranda uh she doesn't matter here okay (laughs) (laughs) all right then um should all of us go do you like want to take us with you so we can learn something Yes, I mean, if you want to, yes. uh, you can do this one on your own. I mean, this is supposed to be like a test for the job, right? I mean, yes, but I have no idea what you what what. I mean, just asking them and then. Yeah, that's all. Like we can just let's just uh, she uh, bites down on the last bit of her uh, hot dog and gets up. We can just go to the information desk. And just, you know, ask, hey, can we talk to the CEO? When they see our uniforms, they'll know where we're from. Uh, Charlotte stands up and kind of rubs her back a little bit and grimaces, because, uh, you know, pain. Uh, but she gets up and says, let's go then. It's actually not that far. Uh, let me just remember real quick, like, what were the actual words for the dumb acronym I thought of for that corporation? Like Waypoint Wimp. Incorporated su- uh, Metals Metal and, and pipelines. pipelines. I think, yeah. Yeah, it was right. WIMP. Yeah, I, I, in, in, I just, in my notes, I just write the dumb acronym. Everything <laughs> is a dumb acronym. You're in front of the uh, Uwu Bank right now. Uh, the Urban Waypoint Union. Uh, you uh, head over to... You head over to the building of Wimp. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I'm going to get us. To Welcome to Ubu Bank. <laughs> How can we help you? <laughs> I think I'm okay. Please let me twap you in a terrifying loans. <laughs> Please, can I trade on Wall Street? <laughs> I see that you're trapped in like 2,000 bucks of credit card debt. I'm trying to drink something. Genuinely, okay. I feel like we're at that stage of capitalism where something like that could definitely happen. <laughs> <laughs> the Twitter account of like uh, Deutsche Bank uh, starts speaking in Uwu speak. Oh my god. God, I, I hope I didn't just manifest that. Please, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, I have composed myself. Please proceed. All right, you head over to the building of Wimp. <laughs> you make your way through the glass doors that slide open as you enter. Uh, you enter like uh, the, the, um, the big entrance hall you come to looks like it was made of some sort of black stone uh, or something that's supposed to be resembling black stone with uh, an information desk r- set, up, uh, set up right in front of you and elevators to both sides sort of lining, uh, lining the hallway uh, on the way there. Moon sort, and, of, yeah. uh, Moon sort of takes um, slows their step a bit so that um, Max is walking at the front. Yeah, and as you're walking over there, like Transistor asks, um, do you want to... Ask the informations lady. Should I ask the informations lady? Moon gives I'm Max sorry, a I'm mental not, nut. I, I've never done this. I think I think we we're good. We're good. We can do this. All right. She uh, steps like uh, she steps back a little and raises her hands to show. So okay, it's up to you now. Max, you got this. Max walks up uh, to the information desk. 
There's a man in an uh, in a thin cut Italian suit is sitting there looking at you through glasses in your superhero costume and asking hello and welcome at uh, Waypoint Point Incorporated Metals and uh, whatever the acronym was I forgot again. Can I uh, uh, help you with anything? Waypoint Incorporated Metal and Pipeline. Thank you for reminding me the person who works there. Uh, You're welcome. How can I <laughs> how can I how can I help you? We need to speak to the CEO. It's um, a pretty important matter for the SOS. The SOS? Oh, do you have uh, membership cards? We do are we? actually new recruits. Do you need my help? Yes, please. <laughs> She comes over and hands over her membership card. Thank you. Uh, he, he briefly looks down on it uh, and hands it back and says... Um, The CEO is currently in a meeting, but you can wait outside of his office if you want. Uh, yeah, that would be nice. Sure. He should you. be available. He should be available for 20 minutes after <clears throat> that. I think that'll be enough. All right. Uh, then take uh, elevator three to the highest level. Uh, thank you for your help. Moon waves. That no him. problem. Oh, uh, by the way, if you're going up there anyways... Uh, you can see him like bow down behind the counter and when he comes back up he has a folder in his hand uh, and hands it over to you here's some information uh, that was supposed to be delivered up there anyways you can do that on your way sure we're gonna play delivery people for you no problem hey you don't have to I was just asking <laughs> no you know what I, I think I think this will be fine as you said we're going up there anyway yeah He hands over the folder and, uh, yeah, gets gets back to work. He immediately takes a phone call or something. I don't know. Something so you don't talk to him anymore. <laughs> uh, as we walk... I don't mean it in a... I, I don't mean it in a he's trying to insult you kind of way. I mean it in a I'm the game master and I'm ending this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Understood. Uh, as we walk away, I murmur, oh, well, but um, they really trust superheroes here. You feel an incredible building wave of curiosity from Moon about that folder. Transistor uh, basically goes with you to the elevator and then kind of comes to a halt in front of it and says, if you want to, you can do this on your own. Uh, I can stay down here and wait for you. Yeah, Don't I you think... Find trust? <laughs> now, that, <laughs> now that we got in there, I think we're good. I mean, if you got past Knight Rider, then <laughs> you got to do something right, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, conversation was really easy for us. Yeah, it went, it went great. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, he's not the easiest kind of guy, but without him, I wouldn't be in the SOS today. So uh, in the end, he made the right decision on me, and I hope he'll do on you too. She takes a step back as the elevator arrives. When we get in, Moon shoots to the other two. I really like her. Can we have like a mentor or something? I mean, she does have electric powers. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. I could learn from her, definitely. She has a cool bike. We could bond Can over you believe? Can you believe her and Incent? Yes, I know. Oh, guys, you you have no idea what I saw in there. Uh, oh, my God. You actually, might have seen, you actually might have seen something interesting there. If, you, uh, you if, might you're, have seen something if you're telling me that I saw a sex scene, then I would suggest the move take a powerful blow. <laughs> no, you didn't see a sex scene. Uh, you actually saw something uh, interesting in the in the past of uh, Transistor. 
mainly that uh, Transistor used to have a, a male body uh, when she was in a relationship with Incent. Okay. So that is yes. not something that Moon Trans- transitioned since then. So you just found out that humans can transition uh, gender. Okay. Since the concept of gender is pretty foreign to Moon, I don't think that mm. they will actually think much about that. Like, oh, okay. Okay. Transistor yeah, changed the body. Cool. That you yeah. Moon has not been long enough on Earth to know that that is not something people usually do. Anyway, uh, your elevator takes its way up and you have, you know, just some folder there. You got a folder. You got a folder in your hand. You don't have to look into please, it. You Max, just got a folder. Please, you shouldn't look into it. Please but, look you know, into you it. got a folder. Please, please. Oh I would do it myself, Moon, but I don't. I I've... I, like, your curiosity is really making me nervous right now. Please, <laughs> please open it. I would do it myself, but I can't read yet. I mean, I can't. I can read. I can't read your weird little scratches. Uh, can I Please? kind of look around and check if there, are, you know, cameras? Uh, yeah. I I don't think you need a roll for that. Okay. Uh, there. You don't see cameras in the elevator. I mean, uh, you can you read, really try fast, to like search you? the elevator for like bugs. That would be an option. Maybe there's a hidden camera somewhere or something. That nah, is not I'm something gonna trust my powers would be good at. Um, yeah. I'm gonna tell Moon. Okay, open it. Uh, there are no cameras here. I guess I can't see any. Um, who has the folder right now? I think I'm I do. It's Max. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what's What's your take on this? Max is also really curious. But she's also someone who grew up um, around rules and that you generally should probably follow the rules. So Mm -hmm. she's just sort of torn and you can see it on her face. Please open it. I mean, mean, we could learn some valuable information in there, so... You can can probably speed read, right? Uh, Can I? I'm not sure. Did I take this? I think you did. Speed reading. Yeah. Uh, speed reading was, I think, one of the two uh, two powers. No, you had two powers that you didn't have, and speed reading is, I think, not one of them. Okay. I think you do have speed reading. Okay. I think I had facing and air manipulation. Those are the ones that I didn't take. Yeah, right. Those were the two okay. ones you didn't take. So I'm going to speed read. I'm, I'm trying to think if uh, what I could do to uh, potentially inflict the condition of guilty... I already have uh, that. <laughs> on Max. On Max. Ooh. Because of rule breaking and stuff yeah. like that. Usually that would come through a character who has influence on you. Yeah, I mean, the adults in general have um, influence over us. So I guess maybe it's ah, that kind of situation where I know it's practically the bank's rules. Yeah, right. Okay. Is th- The question in this situation is, do you actively try to uh, resist the programming, resist this teaching that you had about... Uh, you shouldn't do things that are wrong. Like, do you actively like fight against that, or do you just, you know, feel guilty <laughs> after doing that? I think I would try to fight it, um, if only because if we should find something useful or anything, then um, that would be a good thing. And if we don't, I never have to tell anyone about it. <laughs> True. Then I'd say you can uh, roll to reject influence. Ooh, that's a six. Oh. A six. All right. <laughs> You mark a... Co- okay, on a miss, uh, you mark a condition and the GM will adjust your labels. <laughs> okay, so you mark guilty. 
Yep. I'd say. That makes sense. Take a pit of potential. Don't forget that. Uh, And I'd say you... The most... The thing that makes the most sense to me in this situation is that your uh, danger shifts up. Yeah, that makes sense. And either... That probably your superior shifts down. You're a dangerous person now. (laughs) Well, I'm at a zero, so I'm not that dangerous. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, you were at a a negative one. (laughs) That's true. I was pretty harmless before. Now you're a You're dangerous in the sense of, like, some child that has never... uh, I stole something for the first time. I stole a cookie. Yeah. I'm a bad boy now. Uh, do I have to um, make a roll for speed reading? I don't think so, because like, what could tech, what could go wrong? Here? Okay. <laughs> I don't think there's really anything where you could fuck up to the sense of it actually impacting something okay. in the situation. So I'm just gonna tell you what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look through the folder and you figure out it's. Um, not very interesting. It's accounting Damn sheets. It. Kinda, yeah. It's financial documents. It's just like uh, profit margins and stuff like that. Yeah, you read through those. You figure out like basically what you've already heard about the corporation. Their uh, financials are not in the greatest spot. Like they've been losing a lot of money recently uh, because people because the highway was built and people don't use the monorail that much anymore. Basically, what you already saw at the start when you figured out that the monorail was pretty empty. Okay. Uh, something you do notice when you look through these uh, files is uh, that the profit margin is actually neutral. Less and less people are using the monorail, but they don't seem to be losing money. They're just not making profits. Hmm. Okay. Uh, there, there are payments that are coming in. They're just not from uh, people actually using the monorail, uh, but apparently from uh, insurances. Huh. Oh, Okay. So we have an entire steel industry and they only get money from the monorail or insurances and not from building anything. That's actually something you heard before, though. Like they used to uh, run a lot more systems here. That was where where the pipelines and steel stuff came from. Uh, But other corporations have like at this point, they've been basically only doing the monorail. Like those contracts, uh, contracts are stuff they lost over time. You two are a horrible influence on me, by the way. But you like us anyway, don't you? Well, you know, it's all about information. By the way, I found out some stuff. You know, it's mostly financial stuff. Pretty boring. Fell asleep for a second. Um, (laughs) But... Taking a nap um, at super speed. Yeah, I guess the only interesting thing is that the profit margin is neutral. And apparently they get a lot of money from insurances. And, um, yeah, there's no... I mean, they don't get any money anymore from the monorail stuff, but they get it from the insurances, and apparently that's enough to uh, not lose money in them. Hmm. That is interesting. Yeah, maybe something to keep an eye out for. The elevator reaches the top floor, and the doors swing open. Uh, You see a small hallway in front of you, basically like one way to the left, one way to the right. Uh, the room to your left is labeled um, meeting room. The room to your right is labeled uh, office. Okay, then I guess we just sit down. Waiting room. Yes. Uh, uh, Charlotte actually lets out a sigh when she sits down and rubs her back a little bit again. Um, Moon sort of um, focuses their thoughts on just um, uh, Charlotte and asks, I, I, I know... Are you okay? I'm fine, I'm fine, really, nothing's wrong. I'm good. Okay, because I'm getting some 
mixed signals here. Oh, no, no, don't worry. I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's great. I assume I sense that you're very uncomfortable with talking about this. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, very uncomfortable for me. Okay. So I just, you know, look away and, and try to think of something else. So Moon gives you, like, Moon. a a sense of, like, sympathy and, like, openness. Like, you can talk to me if you want, but let's it, let let's it drop. Charlotte just sits un uh, just shifts uncomfortably in her chair. The uncomfortable silence is uh, intercut by a sound of a screaming voice. Uh, what exactly the voice says can't really be heard uh, from where you are right now. But uh, apparently someone is shouting at someone uh, from the meeting room. Do they sound angry or afraid? It sounds angry. Moon flinches. I hope that's not the CEO. Why can't we talk yeah. to nice people yeah, in just... positions of authority? I guess there are no nice people in positions of authority. Something. Based. <laughs> <laughs> Julian, I would like to extend my senses to see if I can get a sense of what is happening inside the office. Um, I'm going to say uh, unleash your powers on that one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Ooh, nice. That's a four and a five. That's a nine. Plus freak. It's 11. Nice. Yay. Very good. With that, you can catch uh, words from uh, inside the room, like the thoughts of some people from inside the room. It's a bit jumbled because there's like a lot of people in there. Mm -hmm. From what you gather, apparently this is some sort of shareholders meeting going on in there. Uh, there's a lot of people like very angry you get a lot of really angry thoughts not just from whoever screamed in there there's there's some undercurrent in there in some of the angry people and in uh, some of the people who aren't as angry of fear you you do realize that there's a certain amount of fear in some of these people uh from the jumble of thoughts you can gather that apparently uh the, the meeting is about how uh, the business isn't really profitable anymore. It isn't like hemorrhaging money, but it isn't bringing in anything much to talk about anymore anyway. Okay. And apparently the person who was screaming was screaming at... It uh, wasn't the CEO, but screaming at the CEO. Hmm. Moon sort of directs their thoughts back at the other ones. Okay, so from what I got, it's a bunch of... Old white dudes. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um, a bunch of old pink dudes. <laughs> um, it's a bunch of like the people in charge that are angry about how the um, company is not making money and shouting at the CEO. And also they're afraid. Why are they afraid? Oh, I don't get this business stuff. That's what my parents are doing. Yeah, I think we really do need to talk to the CEO, huh? I mean, he was just shouted at, so I'm not sure how good in a mood he will be. I mean, in. we can be really kind, you know? You realize that the door to the office isn't completely closed. <gasps> I mean, guys, I could... No, 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 no. We already, we already did one bad thing, okay? Max, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. It was just, you know, it wasn't even useful information. I mean, <laughs> they are harboring a criminal in here. So, like, I mean... Yeah, but we don't even know if they know about him being a criminal or not. Yeah, exactly. Max, you know what? If you don't want to be involved with this, 
you two just stay here and I will check it out myself. So if we get caught, it will just be my head. And Moon gets up and walks towards the door. Wait, first of all, Moon, wait. First of all, if someone checks it out, it should be the speedster. <laughs> Moon, Moon, wait a second, please. Uh, we can't just walk into an office without, you know, there's some some rules, you know, you can, can no, just knock closer the to the door so that I can pick up what's going on better. I'm doing this. Julian, would that be enough of a sacrifice? To clean my guilty condition. That's absolutely not a sacrifice. <laughs> okay. That would make you more guilty. <laughs> I'm thinking uh, Moon wants to do this. What do the others do? Um, I walk up to them and put my hand on their shoulder and, you know, just make them sense to just wait a second. Mm. And then I speed lean... <laughs> to the <laughs> office door and take a look inside. <laughs> I okay. speed lean into the office door. Uh, you, you look into it. You get a pretty good look of the room from, from the door. Uh, like it's, it's open slightly and you can like lean your, your head a little in so you see, can see a bit more. Uh, for a firm apparently facing financial struggles, the office of the CEO seems pretty decadent to kind of an uncomfortable degree. Is there marble? Uh, you can see... No, it isn't. <laughs> uh, there's a black table. It's decorated with golden veins, you know, like a, a kintsugi pot, Ooh. which stands flanked on both sides by suits of armor behind, like, cases of glass. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> the kind that seem like they belong to museums. Okay. Uh, you s do any of the suit of armors have mustaches on them? No, they're, uh, they're medieval suits of armor. They look pretty real. Behind the desk of the CEO, you see a set of black clocks at the back of the room, which show off the time, uh, the current time of day in major cities all over the world, from London to Leningrad, from Beijing to the flying city of Skywatch. The what now? <laughs> ex 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 excuse Actually, me? No. Just the flying city of Skywatch. Okay. You know that city that flies above the Atlantic Ocean, uh -huh. you know? Yep, sure. I saw that on my flyby. Yes. Yeah. Everybody knows Skywatch. You know that city that's mainly inhabited by meta-humans. It, it's just out there. Mm -hmm. It's in international waters. Legal loophole. <laughs> okay. It uh, doesn't matter. It's, it's just, it's just, it doesn't matter. You know the city of Skywatch. Yeah, sure. You see a bunch of filing cabinets on top of what I just described. And like a big server tower, uh, like from a large computer. But otherwise, from your current vantage point, you don't see much more. And basically, the only part of the room that you can see from that point is what's behind like this very solid desk. So um, I tell the others that um, there's no one in the room. But um, that office seems a bit decadent, to be honest. Wouldn't be my style. Yeah, so it's not marble. It's all just uh, black obsidian-like stone. Oh, man, I wish... Which, of course, is very light and makes a lot of sense at the top of a skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wish my ship was closer. That, that server would be, would be pretty easy to hack into. Listen, let, let's talk to the CEO first. If anything suspicious comes up, we can still do some more investigating later, okay? Yeah, you know, I just can take a quick wink wink look around 
Are there any cameras here? Um, I'm gonna say none that are directly visible as cameras, okay. but probably. <laughs> <laughs> This is the office of the CEO. Chances are pretty good there's cameras. I mean, go for it. We can't stop here. Oh, we can. Yeah. We can stop here. We should stop here. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna like, run around the office now. I want to have like you know a good impression with the CEO. And uh, I think, you know, we should talk to him first. And then if there's anything suspicious, I can do some stuff. Um, you know. Can't believe you just assumed the CEO was a man. I mean, their well. name is on the on the door of the office. You, you you haven't you haven't looked at it very closely yet, but there is a name on there. Uh, the name of the CEO is uh, Gregor Galta. Hmm. So I guess we just wait until the very shouty meeting is over. Yep. Fine. You wait, and uh, it takes like. 10 more minutes maybe uh, when the meeting ends and the doors open. Uh, quite a lot of people come out of there, uh, all of them dressed in uh, like suits <coughs> and uh, suit equivalent attire and they make their way to the elevator and uh, step in one by one. A man walks up to you. He has a pretty uh, like a, a very very clean black haircut and wears a pair of glasses and he looks down at you and says superheroes you want something yes we would like to talk to uh mr galter why well we have some you know business with him uh, i mean uh, i'm mr galter i don't know of any business well Moon very ways. nice to meet you i get up and want to shake his hand Uh, he he actually shakes your hand. Okay. <laughs> Would be very rude not to. Um, uh, the SOS sent us here to talk to you about some of your materials. Materials? Um, sure. Uh, my office is right over here. I should have. He raises his arm and looks on his watch. He's like one of the people who wears the watch on the inside. I should have about 20 minutes. That's all we need. Thank you. Julian, can yes. I... I mean, I got a sense of um, duplex when we were fighting him. Mm -hmm. Could I see if this of if um, this guy's mind feels familiar? What you definitely... I assume that I can get quick. a sense of, like, he's probably not very happy about getting shouted at. Mm. <laughs> Maybe worried. Would sensing another person's mind be something that I would recognize them from? I thought yes, but it could be like, I would be totally okay if you said that would be a role of interpreting um, these memories that I have of, of people. I would say from the most obvious level, like what you see surface level when you look at someone and how you might recognize them is sort of in their self-image, mm -hmm. like kind of how they see themselves is what, sort of what's projected to you, which usually with humans you've noticed so far tends to be like just how they look. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe with, like, slight modifications. Uh, when you met Duplex, the self-image was that man in the suit. Okay. Uh, it was this hulking presence. Uh, what you see here is 
how he currently looks basically okay so just from the i'd say just from the surface thoughts you don't get a sense of this is a different person like you don't have a like in the same way that you heard someone talk once you can't instantly recognize their voice everywhere okay you know if they don't have a very very distinctive voice okay assess the situation might be something pierce the mask makes less sense here Mm. i feel like from what pierce the mask actually does i mean i'm fine with with this information um as far as as this goes i was just thinking okay would i recognize this mind from duplex and if you're saying no but that could just be because it's in a different role right now then that's okay. yeah that's basically the the, uh, that's basically what it comes down to okay Uh, you make your way into the office. Um, you see the same thing that I described before. And he takes a seat behind his big-ass desk. Uh, he, you, you now notice that he's wearing, like, uh, a golden, like, a gold tie, like, gold-colored tie. Uh, and a black suit. Seems matched to the aesthetics <laughs> of his uh, office. His tie matches uh, his desk? That's... That's some next level shit right there. <laughs> That's important, you know, when you always sit there. As he sits down, he like... Uh, nothing s- screams a... power than the image of your desk reaching up towards your throat, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you can you actually notice like uh, there's there's a few chairs in the room that are like opposite to the opposite to the desk uh, that you can easily take a seat at. This is clearly like an office where he oftentimes meets people. Uh, yeah, and as you take your seat, he uh, basically like extends his arms to the side and says, "So, what do you have for me?" Moon nudges um, Max in in their mind and says, um, "The folder, probably. We should give it to him." Oh, uh, yes, we we got this folder. They gave it to us at the reception. Um, here. Ah, all right. He uh, takes the folder and looks at you with like curiosity that has a sense of mistrust in it. Uh, Kind of to the degree of like, I don't know, did you look at these? But he doesn't really say anything and uh, puts them down on the desk and quickly adjusts them so they're in symmetry with everything else. Okay. Oh, also he has a mustache. (laughs) 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 Moon sends you an image of um, the uh, the suit of armor and of his mustache and superimposes the mustache on the suit of armor and sends you like a questioning like, eh? They look different. It's not the same mustache. He has like a pencil thin, uh, very well kept mustache. It and could be an aspirational, an aspirational mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Always possible. I mean, if you smelt a mustache on your suit of armor, that that you might be compensating for a smaller mustache. I mean, always possible. Anyways, uh, he he puts the files down and asks, so uh, what did you want to know about materials? I'm sure you've heard of the attacks on the monorail that have been going on. Yes. Uh, <laughs> hard to ignore them in my position. Exactly. So we have found out that the villain who is um, behind all of this actually uses an armor made from duplex steel. Ah, all right. So we were wondering whether some of it went missing in your corporation. Duplex steel, duplex steel. Mm. I mean, we use it for the monorail network, but I'm sure we're not the only ones who use it in the city. Well, we also found out that um, he has been using the defunct monorail tunnels. And coincidentally, he actually um, went outside again. In a station that is not that far from far from here. All right, yeah, the uh, the financial district. Most of the bigger corporations are here. Uh, whoever produces this, 
duplex suit uh, might also live here. Or they might be from outside the city. Uh, it's not like we're the only place in the world where duplex steel is uh, manufactured. Well, yes, but we thought we might check in with you since we were sure you were able to cooperate with us very easily. Uh, Max, I'd like to have your role piece. Yep, though. that's what I thought. <laughs> I was just wow, thinking about... that was passive-aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> so the question would be, what are you really planning? Like in the in the way of, are you lying to us? or how I just I got a seven, guys. Be, what do you intend to be do? Be honest. A seven. Hey, that's, that's, that's a success, <laughs> right? Nice. You can ask one. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with, how could I get your character to give us the information we want? Okay, like um, I'm trying to think of how you uh, you you got him to a point where you're basically threatening him, and I'm thinking like you get you get the sense of him that he's unnerved by your presence here, but that he's not he doesn't think that you have any information. Like we don't have anything. On he him. doesn't get the sense from you that you actually know that something in his corporation is to blame for this. So he basically like sees the situation as, okay, you're just wa throwing wild accusations that my corporation is at fault. If you could give him relatively solid proof, then you could maybe get more information from him because he doesn't want to talk if you don't already have proof. Damn, he won't incriminate himself or his corporation. Moon asks um, Charlotte, I mean, wasn't the station that you found directly underneath this building? I thought it said something uh, about a sign it? on the door. It actually was. It was attached to the building. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say to him, well, you know, the station was, like, linked to your building, so, you know, there could be some of your uh, employees who saw something, and also, you know, the, the station was, like, built by your company, I'm guessing there's still existing plans of all the monorail and, you know, this could be someone from your company because they have a a easy access to that and it would be one of the most obvious uh, solutions that, you know, it's one of your employees mm. or, you know, ex-employees maybe. Maybe you had some problems with, uh, you know, employees who maybe were angry at the firm or were angry at you or something like that. So We do have some bad apples potentially in engineering. If it's actually attached to our building, I'm going to launch an internal investigation immediately. Could be very nice of you to uh, keep us in the loop because uh, we don't want any of your employees to, to face um, this villain because uh, they could be seriously hurt and we should, we should deal with them. We don't want anyone to get hurt. We'll contact the SOS as soon as we figure it out. Charlotte, ask him if we can see the entrance to to that door from, from this side. Maybe we can find some clues there. Yeah, um, just a quick question. Can you see the entrance of the uh, monorail station from here? Or Well, these tunnels haven't been used since the original monorail uh, kind of, you know, went out of practice. It should still be connected uh, to the third underground layer. If you just take the elevator to the bottom, the sooner the thing gets sorted out, the better. You can immediately check that out. Are there some security cameras, uh, maybe tapes that we could look at? I mean, this would be... Not down there. Not down there, oh. unfortunately. Okay, okay, thank you. Can I do, like, something to figure out if he's lying? You could also do a pierce the mask. In the situation. Okay, then I will do that and, you know, I want to mm. figure out if he told me the truth 
right now. Yes. Uh, what do you currently have a minus on with your conditions? Um, I have... Defend someone oh, and reject and influence. Just so we don't forget that. Um, yeah, it's uh, Anish Powers, defend someone and reject influence. Okay. Because I have hopeless and insecure sure. checked. Yeah, so Pierce, uh, for Pierce the Mask, that isn't very yeah. relevant. Damn it, it's a six. <laughs> Potential! <laughs> Potential! <laughs> Basically, you don't get the feeling that he wants this to be connected to his corporation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he wants this to be over as quickly as possible. Okay. May I yeah. make a Pierce um, the Mask roll? To see. Nope. What? <laughs> nope, opportunity is gone. Okay. <laughs> he... Uh, Leads you back outside the room to the elevator and says, just the lowest level. Uh, tell me if you find anything. Of course, we'll keep you in the loop. He raises his thumb and disappears into his room. Does he close the door this time? He, he leans it closed. But <laughs> is he, he this like kind of, uh, my door is always open um, kind of person? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Maybe. All right, okay. I guess let's check the underground levels out. Yeah. You make your way into the elevator. Uh, and yeah, you see there's different levels written out on it. There's ways down, which go down to negative three. You you press negative three, the doors close, and you make your way back down. Um, my friends, do we want to get Transistor in here just in case Duplex is hiding down there on something? I um I think we can do this ourselves, right? Yeah, I I think we can do this. I mean, honestly, I think we might actually be better at uh, tumble and rumble in a fight than whatever just happened up there. Mm-hmm. A slight bit down, uh, you hear something from above you. You hear a crunching noise. Oh, these elevators are safe, right? Right? Um, I guess so. Sure. There is a small trapdoor above you that's like for maintenance purposes. That's not where the sound came from, just in case you want to check it out. I mean, this elevator won't, won't, like, crash or something. I mean, you guys, you know how to build stuff, right? I mean... There's probably an emergency button that can stop the the elevator, right? Maybe we should, Uh, like... There is an emergency button, yes. Can I roll for assess the situation or something? Uh, Yeah, roll and assess the situation for me. Okay. Uh, I'm afraid. I have the condition afraid. I'm not not thinking straight enough to do that. Yeah, and Possibly. also uh, Max, I think, has a uh, guilty. I do. So, it, yeah, it would be like a minus yeah. two for you. So that's why I'm doing it. I also have guilty. Yep. Oh, come on. <laughs> what is it? What do we got? It's a five again. <laughs> Take potential. Okay. Potential, uh, potential. You, you mark potential. And I'd say you uh, react pretty slowly in this situation. Like, you're also kind of surprised by what's happening and don't quite know what to do. And uh, even though the others already mentioned, like, the emergency button, it takes you, like, a few seconds to uh, think, okay, maybe I should press the emergency button in this situation. Okay. Uh, And when you do, nothing happens. Oh, okay. Moon comes over and pushes the button again and again and again and just... Nothing happens. Okay, okay. Um, How do we stop this elevator? Can we, like, press the, the next floor and maybe it will stop there? Moon presses all the buttons. Uh, you press all the buttons and they don't even glow. Nothing, nothing seems to react. Guys? Are we, like, falling right now? No, but your descent has slowed down. 
It's not, it, it hasn't halted, but it doesn't descend quite as quick anymore. I could probably move this thing with my powers if I wanted to. Probably. I will check the emergency trapdoor now. <laughs> because I'm getting... Okay. Okay. Assess <laughs> the situation. Yeah, I, no, you don't have to roll anything. Oh. Uh, for this situation, we just say you uh, use your telekinetic powers probably to open this emergency trapdoor above you. I would use my, um, my telepathic bands for that. I can't. Okay, you do that and all three of you get to have a look up towards the top of the building. You can see a dark elevator shaft around you and a light coming from very high up. A light reflected by the shine of a silvery armor as someone in a massive suit of knight armor looks down into the elevator shaft through pride open doors and with a swing of his weapon cuts the lines of your elevator. Oh fuck. Oh, <laughs> and that's where we're gonna end for no! today. <laughs> oh my god! Max, save us, please. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna see what Max can do yep. next time with her. Uh, I mean, that, there's powers. potential there. It's all metal, so I am an alien yeah. from the planet of Tulio. I got here through the vacuum of space and the radiation of thousands of suns. I will not die in an elevator. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. We'll see what happens in the elevator next time. Uh, I hope you're excited and I hope you had fun. I hope you all had fun playing this time. Yeah. Very much. And that everybody else had fun listening. I am upset now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, you'll have two weeks to think of all your clever strategies of what to do in this situation. That's when we're going to see each other again or listen to each other again, hear each other again on the next episode of Waypoint. Uh, Until then, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.